The crew is reunited at the cantina to discuss the latest Star Wars news before enjoying another foray into the comics, with reviews of both the last six issues of Yoda, as well as our much-anticipated coverage of Darth Vader, black, white, and red. Let's go! Uh, I unfortunately could not be here last week to cover Crimson Climb with you guys. Miss you, buddy. Uh, yeah. yeah. So loved the book. Uh, I listened to the audiobook. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, E.K. Johnston just nails Star Wars writing and setting the scene and then Corellia and uh, like Florum and all these, or, or Thorum, I think it's called, uh, like so many planets that were just wonderfully built out uh loved the imagery of like the scrum rat life on Corellia. loved the uh loved all the missions with crimson dawn the inviting crimson dawn i thought that was super well done um yeah and i just i, I thought it was just an outstanding uh ya novel for star wars right. i loved it was it so grimy like i love all the yeah. detail yeah. like there's so much detail you just like it's yeah, like a body stuff. gets bloated and bursts in the sewers of Corellia <laughs> in like a day. Like no yeah. body lasts very long. Like there's just little details that Kira knows about that are yeah. just super dark. And I was like, this is awesome. Like I love that Kira is like a, a super bold, dark character that will basically just fight for survival no matter what the scenario is. But yeah. sort of like understand that other people are doing the same thing and be one step ahead like Thrawn. Like it's it's a very Thrawn-like character. Um, Kira mm. is very similar. I would yeah. say very, very tactical characters. Really, really fun read overall. Um, that's awesome, yeah. man. I'm glad you yeah. liked it. I, uh, yeah, I love that thing too. I felt like she just like manifested a whole dynamic for a fake criminal criminal underworld, and I was just like thrust. Yeah, in like it Black Suns in this. The Huts oh. are in. Like, there's so much packed into this yeah. book. I was like, oh, you read this book if you love underworld stuff because. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was the best part of the book was just diving into the syndicates, the inter-syndicate yeah. violence. Yeah. Yeah. At a very particular <laughs> like, point in time. Cool. Yeah. At the like, yeah, the what, you know, Crimson the, Rain the was. Temple with all like the, the traps. Oh, God. Yeah. And then there's just like a random Indiana Jones like scene thrown in the like the middle <laughs> right. of the book, which is fun. Yeah. Yep. So cool. Um, great, man. Glad but, you enjoyed it. Um, this week. This week. Uh, this week. <laughs> right this week um we are you know we're just at the bar we're just hanging out i have yep. um this is not chocolate milk i'll just say that um, <laughs> nice. i have a beverage of my own concoction designed to uh, propel me through a uh, sunday night of reverie uh with my friends um we just we're coming out of thanksgiving right now um, yeah i hope you guys oh, had yeah. a good time uh, meeting with family doing stuff um, yeah, I actually had a fantastic week. I had two Thanksgivings with a couple sides of my family. It was fantastic. 
Um, and but as I told Adam before, man, you know, I'm most grateful for this. I'm grateful to be like at the end of it like, oh. all week. I was just like, yo, and I know this is corny as hell, but I'm just like, I was like, man, Sunday's gonna be awesome. Big, big same energy <laughs> over here. Yeah, same. yeah, same. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, just to escape a little bit and be able to just talk about Star Wars and. Um, yeah, similar. Yeah. Very nice Thanksgiving. Lots of family. Um, and, but a little Star Wars related is they were running the, the marathon on, uh, FX was it? Um, which oh, yeah. is the Star Wars. Marathon. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> which is really funny because like, uh, my daughter who's three, we're not really watching too much live action Star Wars with her yet though. Like I have to, if I do, I have to ride, we're watching on Disney plus and I have to ride the fast forward button a little bit yep. not so much she's getting there but there's a couple things i'm like yeah yeah maybe not um but i am what you made me yeah <laughs> yeah like, yeah this is dense Let's just... yeah it's a, a little bit and so uh <laughs> but i was kind of had that on like on the you know channel skip to so she would kind of go and do something and then she's hanging out with, you know grammy papa i would just put it was just fun to see like where are we now in star wars and just yeah. watch a scene and just yeah. jump right in and just like you know building off of that they you know solo i missed all of the prequels uh and then i think solo was the next one sh- uh, next one up because they were showing it in also chronological order in universe chronological order good so uh solo popped up and i just ended up watching like a half an hour middle part of solo and i'm like this movie's great like i every yeah. time i watch this movie i'm like it's it's a shame it got missed by so many people because it is just a solid star war yeah man i watched it um after our pod last week as i mm-hmm. frequently mm-hmm. get motivated to do i like immediately and sent the text evidence oh i did yeah of course <laughs> yeah. these poor guys oh, so we yeah. get done recording at like 11 p.m and then I will watch a movie until 2 a.m. And uh, but and I have to like I'm like, I can't. These poor gentlemen need to sleep. They have kids. They're doing the things. But I'm just like, but this is so important. They'll wake up to it. No, I just I, wanna, I, that's I one of my favorite things texts. is, yeah, my texts are silent. And I wake up to like just like, wow, Ben and I had very different evenings. after yeah. the podcast. I'm like, I was asleep 15 minutes later. He had just started solo. Yeah, exactly. Um, solo is such a but fun, it was fun adventure. Yeah, it is such a fun adventure, and I, I wanted to see Dryden Voss again, and I wanted to look at the Halbion, um like defense force they have, and like all the 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 players in that beautiful starship, which is like, I mean, that's got to be a top five if like you could own a ship. I mean, that's one of the most luxurious ones we've ever seen. Um, yeah, and then I loved mm-hmm. how we got oh, all the, the first light, the uh, first light. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Very cool. Which is such yeah. a great name for Crimson Dawn, and so on, and so on. Um, but, um, yeah, great stuff. So, you know, back in the day before we were kicked out on our butts and now we just sit around a bar and talk about star Wars, uh, you know, virtual bar, whatever. Um, we used to be a news program you guys remember that. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Well, <laughs> uh, never mind. Yeah. Um, we, we got some news this week that, um, I wanted to talk to you about. We, I we knew we were due. I feel like Adam and I said last week, we're like, I bet something's going to happen because it's just like the cadence of how they want to stay in the media. It's a little yep. bit of a slower time. Um, right. But it came in an unexpected method. Uh, Vanity Fair, as they have their sort of like exclusive coverage of Lucasfilm, they always have the definitive um, journalism surrounding releases, major releases. Um, I think mostly because of their photographer has been shooting Star Wars stuff forever. And she just shoots beautiful things. It's just it's a lovely relationship. So there yeah, was talking about Annie Leibovitz. You... Annie Leibovitz, yes, exactly. Yep. Thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, so they they released after the strike uh, the article about Ahsoka, 
with some extra nuggets. The most important of which I think is that uh, Dave Filoni has been promoted to chief creative officer, which, or maybe they created this position for him, which is what I feel like. Um, I'm just going to read you a couple of sentences here. Filoni will now work more directly with Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy and alongside Carrie Beck, a veteran producer turned head of development to originate and shepherd the next generation of Star Wars shows and movies um, after, yeah, and that's pretty much it. Um, and yeah, all right. So blah, blah, blah. Filoni says, when we're planning the future of what we're doing now, I'm involved at the inception phase. Um, it's, it's opened up and basically that's it. He's also saying like, he's not here to tell people what to do, but he is, I think the pole star, the, uh, the North yeah. star, the guiding, um, chief executive. Help, help them tell the best story. Yeah. They can. Yeah. yeah. But um. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. I, I love it. I'm, you know, also, you know, speaking of solo, tying it back to the last topic, like Darth Maul appearing at the end of that film. Do we think Filoni, if he were chief creative officer at that point, would have changed that? Or do you think he had hands on that? And is that is that something you guys think Filoni was like, We it should be Darth Maul because we can build out a big Crimson Dawn sort of early days. I think, I think Filoni was sitting in the screen room and went, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, again, fit one of our Star Wars movies that literally knocks it down at least a place or two for me. Just that scene. Um, and, and I feel you're like it's make, just... you're making the biggest, boldest moves as the as this uh, role, though, I would say, because it's basically what huge arch character can we use at this point in the story? And but like, but like, do sort of. you need? But also, do you need to? Not every Star Wars needs that, right? Like, like needs that huge of a thing. And I feel like, anyway, not to relitigate this whole thing, but I, it just really complicates Darth Maul's already really complicated backstory in a way that just is just like, what math are we doing here? But I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine that he was just like, yes, you know, this character that I gave a full arc to and clear death to, let's throw something else in the mix suddenly not just something else like they went from taking him to to being this amazing niche character to being like okay he is going to be oedipus i'm not oedipus i'm so sorry um who's the guy that pushes sisyphus with the boulder yeah and um yeah and that is what he is because that is what he becomes because he basically builds an army within crimson dawn that's like what the like the empire essentially he's trying to mimic Palpatine, and it's just such sad mimicry that ends in total failure once again. Like all once of this foiled every yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he he even like galvanizes the Mandalorians at one point. I mean, his it's like it's not just like oh no, we're bringing him back. It's like if we're gonna bring him back, they made him this mythological icon, and he they just went for it with him. And I think it was a great choice. I think you know if you're gonna go for it, go for it. Um, and I love his character through all the developments through the various phases, his interactions with Ezra, his interactions with Obi-Wan, his interactions again later with, you know, his brother, Savage Press, and then um, back again with the Emperor. Um, so much. And stuff. that is all Dave Filoni. And so, yeah, I just I'm excited for the Dave Filoni yeah. basically um, led future of Star Wars because. I'm loving Ahsoka. I'm loving the direction it's going with by bringing in all the characters and sort of allowing all the characters to breathe before there's any sort of giant dramatic, you know, moment in which yeah. we lose any of them. Um, and so it's, it's kind of fun. And, uh, besides Morgan Elsbeth, but I mean, we have 
we gained well, Ezra we'll back, see. you know, in the galaxy. That's huge. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I and, totally agree with that, man. I mean, I, I, you, I think Filoni's known for his bold strokes. Like, or yep. for me, that's when I think of Filoni, I think bold, bold strokes. The, you know, world between worlds is one of them. I mean, the forces within all of us. Ella, you going know, to another around. galaxy. The going night troopers. The night zombies. troopers. Yeah. He is yeah. licensed and unafraid to do um, really exciting, unpredictable things within the galaxy where I think most filmmakers will be would would be reverent and conservative and, you know, um, and doing different things. And uh, I'm exciting to ha- excited to have him there. And he does know that. Yeah. I mean, essentially, this sort of bumps him up above the story group. Like he is his own sort of story. Like, yeah. he's like, no, I don't. I'm, I'm the kind of creator that doesn't I don't need Pablo. Hidalgo in my in my ear because I was BFFs with George Lucas for you know seven years or something yeah. like that. This is something that Lucasfilm has needed, and, and and I don't think that's a controversial statement because this is not a slight against Kathleen Kennedy, who's done an excellent job yeah. and still doing her job, but she now can focus on what her real job is, which is like she's still a creative person. She's absolutely a creative person, but she's a person who's a create. She she reminds me okay. I was going to say something that may come off as a humble brag, but she reminds me of me somehow. You know, way, I thought I, that I, a lot I, of times. Yeah. I've just, just someone created her just like Kathleen Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, wanting to get things I, Right? I totally am. <laughs> but no, but my point is that, like, I'm a creative realist. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, I, 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 I can't get myself outside of a box, but I can be really creative in the box you put me in, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And And that's who studio heads are, right? Good studio heads are people who understand the creatives understand the importance of creativity, but also understands the bottom line of like what's going to work and what won't work and how do we manage all these moving parts, right? And so and so I think she needs to be there and to give then Filoni this idea of like, don't worry about the money, don't worry about the marketing, don't worry about like the grand scheme of things. You just focus on the Lucas, Lucas, Lucification of Star Wars, right? Yeah. Just be Lucas, like just do Lucas. And, and as we've talked about, he can absolutely do that. You know, I think we talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka to me is the most Star Wars product to come out of Disney era Star Wars. Agreed. Wait, do we all agree on that? Is that all three I of mean, us? I mean, I, you know, yeah, I'm not sure. I, yeah. yes, I want to argue with you guys, with but I don't think I can. I mean, it's a very general statement, but it is a very general statement. And like, and it's not the most Lucas like thing. go into a bunch of. Yes, it's the most Lucas. Yes, it's like a high adventure it's it's total lucas to me whereas everything yeah. else just feels like either commenting on star wars or or, or playing to nostalgia like or telling this a completely feels like different... it's, it's a tribute to because you kind of you kind of do it as a tribute or nostalgia and i think yeah filoni does a beautiful job marrying the two or it's like but i want to i want to pick up that that idea ben because I, I think you you hit the nail on the head you you really you got it you got what i was what i was getting at but without me even knowing it right like yes ahsoka is the most lucas like Star Wars in in the Disney era, Andor to me is the least Lucas like Star Wars in that, but amazing, right? And so that's the thing is it's like we need both these things. And the one the only thing that makes me somewhat nervous about about um, about Filoni, but but he is he quieted this. If you read the interview, it's after getting through it. I this no longer feels way, but there's always the fear of just like. Is he going to go too hard in that direction that it doesn't allow innovation within, you know, other views, other ideas? But like it's I I think he loves Andor and he's talked very highly of it. So I think he'll just be more about, you know, focusing in, especially when we're dealing with like major legacy characters. How does this fit in? Or do we have a plan ahead of us? Because like the other thing is I wonder how early on this this job came to him. 
in the last year or so because that announcement that they're doing three movies, one at the birth of the Force or birth of the Jedi, one that's going to connect <laughs> episode, it's basically going to connect episode six, to episode seven, and one that's going to continue past episode nine, seems like a plan. <laughs> like they actually, for the first yeah. time in a long time, have a plan in place of the type of storytelling they're going to tell in, t- in, in terms of the galaxy. And I wonder if that was his kind of like, no, no, let's step back and look at how we're going to yeah. evolve. How we're going to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a situation where, um, you know, I, I think it's a very selfless act by Kathleen because she's mm-hmm. probably responsible for a lot of the best ideas that come out. But it, it just seems like in the awful, you know, Internet that I dredge through, she doesn't get any yeah. credit from it. And and I mean, if there is no. one person that people are clamoring to have to take her spot, it's Dave. So I just wonder if there's some. I don't know. Hopefully, I, I hope they're not listening to all that garbage, but it does placate those naysayers a little bit being like, listen, you know, I didn't even know those that, naysayers were out there yeah. until you. No, so they're so out there. But I think yeah. I think when you're at that level, like, you are laughing your way to the bank. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think exactly. I think they get along really well. They seem to like each other. They seem yeah. to have a really in sync vision of what Star Wars and Lucasfilm is. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, I wanted to bring up something. Good. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm just blabbing. There's, there's blab still, it. there's still naysayers. I mean, it's been so successful. And... Uh, I, oh, it is. It's God. the other there's thing is naysayers this... to everything. Grant, have you looked at the internet lately? It's just like uh, I, I try not to. Honestly, no. good, good, I, good. Good. Yeah. No. Yeah. I hear mine always secondhand through other people that I like who don't give into it, but do like to talk about it. Does that make sense? Like, like address it. So I'm almost like, stop. If you didn't address it on your podcast, I never would have known about it. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. a, I got a meme in the like text from a friend today. Who's not a Star Wars fan, but knows that I am. And it was just like, all uh, it did was trash on last Jedi. Caref- careful about those. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. all it did was trash on um, last Jedi and book of Boba Fett. And, um, and I was like, so this is what the like dark web is pushing towards casuals as like, like you should hate these things. Like, and I'm just, yeah. that, I'm so fundamentally against that. Yeah. I can't even, yeah, I can't even imagine. Like, so the, the other thing I wanted to mention is that Filoni is not just the chief creative officer of Star Wars. He is the chief creative officer of Lucasfilm. No, I didn't, I didn't make that distinction. I, I suppose that's right. That's a distinction because there are other properties underneath that, that, I don't know how much he cares or wants to have a hand in, but he might have some ideas to what to do with Indiana Jones. Now that Indiana Jones, hmm. there's something needs to be done with Indiana Jones. Again, loving. I had loved Dial of Destiny, but yeah. that is that is the last. I have, I have that's the last Indiana Jones. It's just a, it's just an opening. <laughs> I feel like All right. it might. You had two it. pages. You said love it. Nice. Fifteen. Ready oh, for fifteen? Do it. It's nice. Um, yeah. I, I wonder what Willow would have been like with him. Sorry, Siri's talking to me. Yeah, I can tell. Um, I yeah, I hope what he says is uh, there's a new uh, Indiana Jones coming to Lucasfilm, and her name is Doctor Afra. And um, yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, um, but I'm obviously biased. Um, there was a little more news about uh, Daisy Ridley had some quotes. Um, I, it wasn't in this article actually. I just like combed through it. Um, they had some Ray Stevenson stuff too, but it was mostly just like, we love him. He would have loved the reception he got. Um, and yeah, that really sad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really sad yeah, stuff. Like most beloved star Wars character in a very long time. Yeah. And I, I really yeah. liked that. Like Filoni was like, and he, we had some, great, 
Yeah. We the, so- and the conversations yeah. were great in terms of he was just like, I, I, like, for me, like, you're the, you're the villain. And he's like, no, no I'm, I'm not. not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, no, but you are. But I love the fact that that's what Balin would say at this point, too. Yeah. Just like, like, yeah. Yeah. Because he played it that way. That's why you love him. And yeah, that's why you love him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You know he fully believes in what he's doing. Oh, can I say one more thing about that article that I liked about? I'm Filoni? sorry, um, we yeah. don't have time. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> that I think is really key to why I like what Floney does. He talked about that last shot right in front of the statues of of the the um, the Mortis statue, right? The yeah, Mortis. Yeah, um, yeah. And what he said is, he talked. He acknowledged the fact that this is only going to be understood to a very select yeah. group of Star Wars people. So he's not living in a box of just like I am writing Star Wars for just these fans. He's aware of the fact that when he writes something like that, yeah, a small percentage are going to know what that's about, and he needs to only he knows to sprinkle those things in sparingly, right? right in terms of not alienate viewers. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the real trick, and the and one of the things mm-hmm. we take for granted, and that would be the thing I would struggle with most in his position and. Uh, you know, when you're creating a Star Wars, it's not just for us. You know, it's not just for the diehards. It's got to be for quadrants. It's got to be for kids. It's got to be in ways that they can intuit fun messages and experiences um, yeah. on, at their level. And then, you know, us super nerds uh, to experience on ours. I, yeah, I basically just ask like 10 year olds what they what they think of Star Wars, my son's friends and, and things like yeah. that. And I just ask them who their favorite characters are. I just kind of like to like gauge where people are at with Star Wars. And it's yeah. like, but it's now a lot of parents influencing their kids on the films. I, I feel like, like, I feel like yes. a lot of the parents are basically telling their it's indoctrination. which films are good and bad and, and kind of yeah. influencing their point of view. And I'm like, I, I really don't like that. I almost, I almost like it when, you know, kids are able to approach it, you know, yeah. without purely influenced by I, parents I, likes and dislikes I of the welcome books, the day I, I feel like it's happening a lot i i don't know for sure but yeah. i just feel like uh certain films are getting are getting dunked on that like feel oh, yeah. like the dark web or what you guys are talking about where it's like okay well i feel like the, so, it just yeah. let everyone experience the films as they are I feel, you know I feel like yeah. absolutely yeah. exactly i welcome the day when my daughter comes in and starts to argue with me and explain to me why revenge of the sith is the best star wars movie yeah. welcome the day <laughs> yeah, yeah i will not tell her she's wrong i will listen to a well thoughtful like, like argument list. Okay. and then i will thoroughly destroy her argument but i will let her make her argument and i will open with 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 open ears but yeah. you know I, having a kid who i want to be a star wars fan but i fully acknowledge because of the way these things work will hate star wars and i just have to accept it now i there's star wars around but i don't forced upon her right like she you can see the black the reason all if you ever people viewers if you ever see my black series not nicely set up behind me it's because i have a three-year-old and i let her play with my toys yeah so like so she'll go in and just grab a figure and i'm like i'm not setting these things back every time she like knocks over all of the darth vaders but like you know let her do with that she watched wants to watch the young jenny knights and that that's the thing i'm gonna let her experience star wars without it being but forced, isn't isn't that's isn't the best that what the chief creative officer should do basically that should almost be the the mo of that that, yeah. that role yeah. like where are kids at like who what do they like you know what do they yeah. think's interesting um yeah well it's yeah. funny it's funny you said that grant because that was the meme i got it was a man our age walking in on his teenage son and he was like what are you looking at on your computer and he's like gay porn and he was like no it wasn't what was it really and it was the last jedi (laughs) i mean (laughs) i don't agree with it but it's it's, it's pretty funny i don't want that's horrible yeah it's horrible he's like uh gay porn 
I don't even know the correlation there. Right. And then he goes on and like, so the kid is like the kid, you know, the teenager is like, yeah, but I really like it. He's like, you know what else I like is book of Boba Fett. And then he like pulls out his belt and it's a lightsaber belt, et cetera. Um, But it's, you know, that is, where did you find that? That's Jimmy McNulty, JT McNulty uh, brought that to my attention. Uh, Good friend. (laughs) Uh, oh JC. wow just called yeah. out yeah just wow. called out i don't know if he's listening on this pod <laughs> or not, but i hope he is. Named. that's a imperial that's chain a, codes yeah. are just burned right now <laughs> yeah. just, well it's funny because i could be talking about the guy from the wire um because he has the same name as the guy from the wire that's jimmy mcnutty um yeah <laughs> but um yeah i don't know where he is but you should give him heck also to feloni's credit though like thrawn could stand in a room with part of gas and 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 uh, Dedra Miro, like, and the Tony Gilroy characters, like, like Tony does a good job doing Imperial characters. I think he does. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think Pelion. He had a he had a hand in right Pelion. If you go listen to like the Shadow Council stuff from yeah. Mando season yeah. three, it, it's pretty well done. Listen, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, Gilroy like raised the bar yeah, to Gil- astronomic <laughs> like levels. Level. Like, I love Filoni, but if I, I feel like Filoni was shooting for that in a lot of cases, was like at least the tone. Um, yeah, and. Wait. But it's that's that's hard. So man. Mango is doing like the Dawn of the Jedi because you almost. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that being a kind of talky film. Like I wouldn't yeah. mind that being like lots being. I, I think it has it, to be right. There's no I lightsabers. Meditative. Like I want it to be two and a half hours. I want there to be minimal action. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to get any of that. I want to know how this started. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the first Jedi? I, I need yeah. to know. Oh, uh, also, Filoni loves to not answer questions about Force Ghosts. So we have this whole debate oh. about like the world beyond worlds and all that stuff. And you know what? I got exactly what I wanted, which is no direct answer. No direct answer. In fact, he intimated he wanted us to have that debate, which I thought was not yeah. a debate. Um, but uh, in, in he was like, no, it's like, uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's it was George. One, maybe that's the other. And that's that was that's entirely... Lucas to the core. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 And I was right. like, oh. Bravo. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh Daisy Ridley uh Ray movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she didn't really have much to say except that I mean, she didn't really have much to say. She she essentially said that uh this she didn't have doesn't have a script yet. She looks forward to getting it. But she was told the story and she mm-hmm. says All right, so anyways, you wake up Tom Hardy. He's in a circum. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tom- <laughs> Tom Hardy is there in every scene. You're right. He, <laughs> yes, green light. Done. By the way, I love Tom Hardy, says the guy who does this movie. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she said it was not what she expected, um, which All right. I was like, I don't think I can. Like, what would you like? I don't know. I, <laughs> There's so you even can't even get was, to start cracking that apart. Yeah. Right? Even if it was everything she expected, she's still required to say it's not what she expected. Right. Yeah, right. We don't know what she She's expected. Like, oh, that's exactly say, what you think it is. <laughs> like, yeah, it's exactly, exactly what I expected. No one wants that quote, right? Yeah. But I mean, I if I was to try to parse that apart, if there's anything I would say that that would lead me to believe is that it's not going to be a Jedi Academy like story, because wouldn't that be what you expected? Yeah. <laughs> right. If you were her and we were she and we were all together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she does not have to start a temple like that is projected upon her by all the people yeah. who want to see the Luke temple and all that stuff. They're like, well, the Ray temple would be just as cool. Like, let's just see that then. And so everyone's just like, it, she should start a temple. But she honestly, like, I would love just a, a wayward Jedi explorer or like if yep. she's like yeah. at the top of the pyramid. Uh, and give me some swashbuckling. The, the, the free Republic as we've called it. Right. <laughs> whatever, whatever we yeah. called it at one point where we're like, 
Yeah. What's what's after New Republic? What is this thing called? I love that the Free Republic. That yeah, yeah. Um, we yeah. So one of the articles I read was like I think like generated by AI barf but um oh, those are the worst but it, it it sort of aggregated all the information and it, it reminded me of a like it may have been a throwaway line because I, I as much as i trust and respect kathleen kennedy she says things in these interviews that don't happen um and yes. but she did say it takes place 15 years after the rise of skywalker and we have remember we talked about that because it actually yep. it might literally yeah. be 15 years after the rise of skywalker yeah. by the time it comes out yeah. um yeah and uh yeah, uh, so you know, and it, and it says like the Jedi Order is in chaos or something. It, you know, is 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 in having problems, and that that's the sort of main thrust. Of Wait, it. where is this? Where is this being? Where is this being heard? Who's writing this? Uh, AI, but, well, but no, but it's years, from a real. Oh, it's AI. a real quote from Kathleen it's, it's Quinn, real Kennedy. Quotes. I remember it's, reading. Yeah. It, yeah, we had talked about it. That was after celebration. Yeah, but it's an she old did, like, quote. It's not like yeah, it the, just got pushed into this article. Yeah, the 15 years, because I remember she did like multiple press interviews right after that. And like she she let out certain drips and drabbles about the each each of the three movies. And that was the big thing from the race 15 years after. Yeah. yeah. Well, then the Lindelof script, like she was like in her 80s. Or yes. Something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the original. And they're like, no, we have a really great dynamic actor that we probably want to like nail down for the next 30 years. Let's not like yeah. write her out as Helen Mirren, though. Helen Mirren Ray had also paid to see. Yep. <laughs> yeah 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 i i don't know i was i was in on it i thought it was fun yeah well, yeah. yeah i mean it was, this um, is just my kathleen kennedy brain yeah going right and daisy also yeah. didn't shut down it being she was like oh and as far as we know it's only one movie but it was like in the way but, she said it was yeah. that it's like definitely not like unless it totally plummets i think it's gonna be ray also just had like a bizarre love interest and then breadcrumbs about her parents and then just like a story that was just unrelenting sort of like origins right. tale. And I, it's like what she needs is her own adventure. Yeah, yep, exactly. It's kind yeah. of like built outside lineage and outside of, you know, all that was 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 built up in the I sequels. Mean, I think it needs to be a completely separate thing that's and almost a, be like it's a really she's important a, point. she's not a Jedi. She's something more, yes. you know, I, it, it could be great because we haven't gotten that right. Like Luke, like Luke is great. We love Luke's story, but Luke's story is a lot of just like dealing with the dealing with his father, right? Like that is his story. If you look at Luke's arc over episodes four, five and six in a wonderful way, this is not a critique, but what we don't get is someone walks in the room, but like, hear me out. Grandfather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so, but the problem is with both these characters, exactly what you're saying is like, we don't get either of these characters adventures post dealing with their lineage yeah right like like we we didn't get that because of just whatever with lucas and not getting seven eight and nine until much much later and so it's hard to do but like yeah so i'm very excited I, i'm really excited for ray because it almost gives me what we weren't able to get with luke and yeah. and with mark hamill because again no one's fault but like because we thought there wasn't going to be seven eight nine like that like we get to get continuing stories of someone who is ascended to being a jedi yeah and, and without being under the like 2000 pound wookie that is you need you're trying to ice the skywalker you know saga yeah right. like that was their main thing it wasn't just like let's just tell an interesting story you know like yeah well did, didn't didn't kathleen kennedy also say that there was going to be overlap between the dawn of the jedi and the new jedi order film basically like yeah there was, there was something there some about of the connections. conceits and some of the themes yeah. and some of the yeah. the ideas yeah. around 
um, what the force yeah. means in the galaxy, what its role will yeah. be yeah, which is, in, in a larger which way. Which sounds like Filoni again, How it again, affects right? life forms in I institutions mean, and whatnot. Yeah, hey, I wonder if some, I mean, we've talked about before, I wonder if some ancient great horrible evil is cast in stone in one movie and then released in a later movie thousands upon thousands of years later. Who knows? We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I mean, no, you want, you want, I mean, I, I kind of hope it's not that direct, but like, yeah, you can, you can, I, I just hope like Mangold's film is just so vague. It's like, should be like an Me art too. film. And it's just like, just, just, it should, right, just be planting a million different mystery boxes that we haven't seen yet. Right. And that, that can yeah. be opened at any given point in time. I mean, maybe it, some can point directly towards um, the Skywalker saga, but like, you know, it should, I, I think it should just really, expand the force and the nature of the force and what can be done and what can't be done and um yeah i don't know i, I think it's just going to be fascinating but i think it should be vague yeah. and beautiful and do you want it to be like classical myth or do you want it to be like medieval sort of um myth folk i think myth you know? like old like yeah. clash of the titans myth like clash of the titans stuff yeah. okay because i was thinking arthurian would be like is it probably like a cool approach because then it's like i want to see jedi on like the battlefield on mounts with lightsabers and stuff but yeah. it'd be cool if it's like really really yeah. old that would be really do you cool. feel like you got that a little bit in ahsoka wow that that's yeah you definitely. do balen yeah. skull's outfit yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. right the they're fits, definitely going for some of it you know yeah. and i mean they do ride those like beasts which is more lord of the rings than anything very I low feel, rings, but I want to see an arc similar. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crystal. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm stuck in way. We've it's talked about it many times, but in the concept art for one of these books, I think it was Rise of Skywalker, that someone did a concept of the first lightsaber and it was like a stick with a crystal tied to it. <laughs> I know. We talked about this once a yeah. year. We're like, oh, by the yeah. way, first lightsaber, stick in a kyber. Yeah, by the way, you activated the force. Entered yeah. lightsaber corner. Um, this <laughs> hooray. Uh but no, I I I yeah, I wonder if we're gonna get part of me wonders if you're gonna tell the story how much lightsaber you're gonna get, how much force use you're gonna get if it's not more of them unlocking the force slowly throughout the movie, right? Like similar to what we saw in Ahsoka, right, with, with Sabine. Uh, the other thing and fact check this is I would ask the question, so I guess fact check <laughs> me to answer my question. Is is Ahsoka, I believe Ahsoka is the first live action experience we've had with force users that aren't jedi or jedi adjacent is that correct with the night sisters live live action true uh yeah a sort of another yeah live uh, action jedi religion another force religion yeah I mean, another force religion. yeah so Connected that's the, the other jedi thing Sith. that's the other thing that feloni has kind of introduced right like i, I mean, mean it's, it's yeah. been there but in terms of like live action understanding in terms of like like i always like to delineate live action because of my wife because my wife is like i watch all live action star wars everything else i don't it doesn't connect. She doesn't care. Not because she's a snob, but just, you know, just doesn't enter her world the same way it does ours. So I feel like that's a lot. And I feel like that's a lot of, of people who do it. So, like, that's our first experience to understanding that the force can be used by others, not just yeah. Jedi. Right. And so I think that's really important to start adding into the lexicon of live action Star yeah. Wars. Right. That's where you're going to get some of these other storytelling. I think ideas are just like it's not just Jedi doctrine. Right. And, and Filoni's brave enough to bring that to the mainstream. And that, that's what that's really what I'm most excited yeah. about. He's like he understands the full breadth of it. And he's like, no, no, there's a lot of things we can pull in here that, you know, the, the wider wider audience will enjoy. 
yeah there's there's some really cool stuff in the yoda comic we're about to get into that it talks about sort of being wary of visions and uh i would say mm-hmm. the death of mary which is sort of in the threads of fate they they they're sort of precognitive the emperor is you know always seven steps ahead of everyone so it's like there's there, there's something interesting about visions and 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 if you give into them or you don't and i feel like the jedi are sort of fight back against the visions or or meditate and have deeper more profound visions who's to say but the the dark siders seem to like really like obsess about precognition and sort of like seeing in the future and i feel like mm-hmm. the the night with the, the death maria uh which is i feel like they definitely it feels like the same sort of stuff that palpatine's tapping into like they can see the future in some strange way super insightful dude you're, you're totally yeah. right i didn't think about that and we should transition we're going to cover no, the uh, yeah. last six issues of uh the yoda run and then we're going to talk about um red white and black uh vader yeah black white and red um uh after yeah. that but um, there you go. this yoda run you're right it's it's like amazing but i, I really they and they talk about visions a lot but i love that grant you're totally right especially it's just cool how the force yeah. can connect like in, across all the different uh, yeah. religions around the force uh the jedi right Sith, the, right uh, the, but the knight, light side's the always knight. like ignore it and the dark side's are like this is your fate and yeah they get into it yeah mm-hmm. yeah fascinating man um so yeah we covered uh this is the yoda run it was a the full arc was uh or the full run was 10 issues um we're gonna cover four five six seven and eight um we had done one through three. I think I'm saying this all right. And it was like a mini yeah. arc um, with him sort of in his interact Yoda interacting with this village randomly um, mm-hmm. and their sort of battles and, and the lessons he taught them and coming back and they played with his age where he can come back and everyone's old and he's still the same age. And Yeah. And that, that kid makes like one appearance in the comics yeah. we right here, but the, the two different yeah. storylines. They, they do yeah. tie it in, but then it got super interesting, right? It's him. Um, dealing with dooku and like his relationship with dooku and then and the whole time it's like there's a force ghost it's like bro just talk to me like bro bro yeah well during his uh exile self exile on dagobah right so, like well, justin the ghost and, you know, that talks like this. We'll, we'll talk about it it's, mm-hmm. right like it's like we, we we had some thoughts about who it is but it's kind of you always come back to like I think we all know who it is. Like, like yeah, so good. Yeah, I love yeah. when Obi Wan is like, maybe you're in the right place at the right time, and from a certain point of view. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, it's, and this is what the most profound notion of like reading these comics. Just quickly, this is kind of a spoiler, but I guess I already spoiled it. Obi Wan is a ghost. No, but we're um, gonna spoil everything. So don't worry about uh, it. Yeah. I just love the notion that maybe because Yoda went into exile it's almost like the force is really uh the main driving uh you know um mm-hmm. a, a force in the the story basically because yeah it's it's yeah, sort yeah. of like the will of the could, force. could have yoda's yeah. exile and his shame could that have also put him in a good spot to teach luke at just the right moment about all these things he needed to know and like it, it's and like restarted the jedi in the right way like yoda was almost like the the centerpiece of the Jedi and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just loved both the Jody Hauser and the Guggenheim uh, story, like both, both of them. I thought that I yeah. really loved this first one with um, the sort of Padawans that are in disarray and the, the Wookiee Padawan, oh, yeah. the Trandoshan Padawan and Dooku being brought in to teach them. And the Dooku hearing about this Wookiees like night terrors and then being like, don't tell anyone about this. Yeah. Yeah. 
and right. then it doesn't and it just gets worse just like what happens with anakin obviously but um so good yeah like, I thought that was yeah so well done. yeah wookie and Trandoshan, they played with that whole notion there and it was kind of interesting how that ended up playing out what is the the cat creature i grant i know you know oh um because there's a couple of i used to know because there's a jedi master who's of the, the same species who i um from yeah. the like era uh, it's quite a trio and can only really be done in the comics because of how robust their costuming is but um yeah that was that was a really fun arc and i really enjoyed the i don't know the way it went and but it sort of makes me w- want to know what happened to that trandoshan jedi and their fate um togorian yeah especially because like I, yeah chagorian is that it togorian oh, togorian okay togorian. yeah um i don't know we'll have to figure out and i'm not seeing it on some funny thing is i'm not seeing it on uh, wikipedia maybe i'll have to edit wikipedia live on here for the first uh, for two nice. weeks in a row uh but i won't do that Therm- um, yeah so the tiger it's still it it's still there the tiger jedi is so cool like um, yeah is his I name know. Jackson? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like Jackson. Yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Oh, it's hat. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's it's so good. Um, I I do love that. Like, kind of the the lesson that they're talking about is just like, yes, there is this history of traditions and Wookies, and it's a long, bloody history. But like once you remove them from that history, right, they're yeah. just blank slates, right? And and they're friends until uh, the dark side intrudes. But that, that's the thing too about is it is it um, the Trandoshan is is was it G H? I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce it. it. Gear comics. Geyer. Gear. Gear. Geyer. Geyer. Gear. It's G H E Y R. It's like gear. Gear. Yeah, gear. I don't know. But yeah, let's go with gear. Um, there's a scene where gear, basically the backstory of gear is that like, uh, this was a baby Trandoshan brought to a hunt basically, right. With all the other Trandoshans and, uh, like just this, like Yoda enters this, this, is it Yoda? Yeah. Yoda enters this battlefield of just all these dead Wookiee and Trandoshans and the surviving Wookiees had taken in this Trandoshan. And there's this moment of just yeah. really sweet of just the Wookiee cradling, Right, yeah. the ocean baby. That was like really touching to me. I'm just like, this is like, well, it was like a battlefield. Wookies like are good, and, and this is thousands like of dead Wookies in yeah. Trandoshan. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like it's, it's yeah. a few hundred or something. Yeah. But um, it's yeah, it's and there's just this bloody, one Trandoshan yeah. baby, mm-hmm. and this Wookie chieftain is holding the baby and and offering it to Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Yoda's Yoda's so wonderful in that moment where he's like, "You're safe now. You're coming to the temple." Yeah, such a such a protector. Mm-hmm. Um, love this. Yeah, I I want to. We'd mentioned great. You had mentioned that Jody Hauser. Yeah. I want to shout out Jody Hauser for a moment, who's the writer, because she's like a stealth, amazing Star Wars comic writer. Because she hasn't had any like like full run. Like she hasn't written on any of the any of the main series runs, but she's done a lot of the adaptations. Um, do you remember yes. the Age of Republic oh, yeah. um, books? She did They're all so of good. those, which are so good. She did Tie Fighter. Remember the Tie Fighter series? One through five, yeah. which I think were Soaring really good, Keys. which I think was the um Yeah, and introduced, I think that was the Han Solo stuff. So she just did she's like every so often will just pop in and do a Star Wars and just does yeah. such a good job. So she's one of those she's ones that like best. can we get her uh, her other work very is busy incredible. in the Marvel yeah, and DC world. The greatest ever did it. Yeah. Um, love all her comics. Yeah. 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 Nice man. Um so yeah, we got some interaction with Dooku 
there, which is always exciting. It almost made me wanted to go back and watch Tales of the Jedi, but I'm like, no, I just get sick to my stomach because it's such yeah. a bummer story. Mm-hmm. Um, you try to do your best, Christopher mm-hmm. Lee, when you read this to yourself. Like, oh like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I would be instructed. But, but ties, but ties in, yeah. but yeah, ties in the Tales of the yeah. Jedi, right? Because we get the like Yoda learns the revelation. Right, that that Dooku is the one who killed. Oh, that that scene. Yeah, that was the cave moment for Yoda, basically. Obi Wan's yeah. like, follow me, like it'll be all right. Yeah. I, oh I, no, no. So, actually, Yoda's. Ch- I mean, Obi Wan's chasing Yoda as Yoda's going to get herbs. He's like, you know, adamant. He yeah. makes soup. Right, and he's like, oh, look where we end up—the <laughs> cave again. I wonder how that happened. Will of the Force. Yeah. Will of the Force. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's where it culminates. I mean, we see, you know, a bunch of stories, but it's like ultimately, um, Obi-Wan trying to reach out to Yoda, I think to ask him to help out Luke and train Luke, um, and, and and see where he's at. But I mean, talk about epic dark side cave entrance. Like you think about Yoda and his 900 years of experience going to face all of his demons. Oh, his (laughs) demons. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot it's of just bodies. skeletons yeah. underneath his feet. Yeah, he essentially gets buried in skeletons right? from like all of the like death and shame <laughs> that he probably has. Like you know, anyone would wait from being alive. Palpatine calls him out at the end. He's like, my greatest apprentice of all, Yoda the Blind. Oh, yeah, Yoda, Yoda the Blind. I was yeah. like, and, like oh. just burn. <laughs> it's so hard. I will say. <laughs> If you racked up all my L's in 900 yeah. years, I'd probably that be was, like so drowning. Worse that was such a giant rough, L like, that we all were just like, all right, you know what? Yeah. Life is a struggle. Like we just got to be more kind to one another. Right. <laughs> that was yeah, just right. Ouch. Right. We all forgive Yoda. Without him without it's a, like, yeah. just like lightsaber floating ominously in front of him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That hit the uh, the internets before I was able to read it. And they were like, Count Dooku back fighting with no hands. <laughs> And I was like, oh, <laughs> coming okay. to Disney Everyone. Plus, uh, internet, yeah, internet, right. calm down. Like, I'll wait for the Black, Black Series creature. AI bots. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, good times. Yeah. Yoda just, you know, legend. And of course he overcomes and he comes back. I mean, if I was going to ask a hard question, it's like, did Yoda's exile actually stunt the rebellion? Because like when he was in exile, Ooh. the the dark side was flourishing. And then when he sort of, it seems like he resigns himself to learn again and teach again. And then, you know, we get the Skywalker saga. So, or the, the Luke Skywalker, you know, segment of that saga. And uh, pretty great. Yeah. Cause I feel like if Yoda went full cloak and dagger, he probably could have taken out Palpatine. Like, yeah. Yeah. A few events. (laughs) Couple events. Wait for the Imperial guards to go on lunch. (laughs) Watch maybe, the killer maybe, three maybe. times and then do it. <laughs> Just figure maybe it a out. Yeah, trip to fan. He's really great at yeah. his. He's Emperor's lunch. Sure, 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 sure. Because <laughs> okay, hold on. Because that's the one you have to emulate. That's the one you want to emulate for how to how to successfully be an assassin. Uh, anyway. Um, that guy's not just a bad person, a person who's bad at his job. Uh, moving Notes, on. Um, the movie could have been renamed. No, I mean near perfect. I know it's great. I love it, but it's just like anyway. That's the person you, you want can't to be emulate. perfect. You're not going to be Palpatine, you know, the first time. You just, just I, you know, also faulty. Not, that guy's not as perfect as he thinks he is. 
No one who eats an Egg McMuffin that way is good at anything. Um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> that, that, that is the I, I'm just, I, the I, also, I also love that movie. Oh um, um, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, we were about talking anymore. about the killer, but um, now we're talking about Yoda and uh, the. Yoda just I know, now I'm lost in the killer. Did, no, did he diminish the rebellion's oh, oh, effort? So. Or I guess, uh, did he. Uh... I think. I think we're envisioning Yoda and Obi-Wan at their prime. And I think if we told an alternate version of just like Yoda and and Obi-Wan coming out of retirement to try to take on the Empire, I don't think that was going to go well. Like, I think Vader was at his prime. I think the Emperor is pretty at their prime based on like we think of think of even just the comics where they're at. Like, I think, to be honest, and and this may be hard to hear. I think they both would have gotten their butts handed to them pretty quickly by Vader. And, you know, <laughs> I'm with Adam on that. Level. I mean, those are two like and, the, and I, the two and I, guys who are in there when they're in a corner are gonna get out. You know, they're really gonna. Out. Yeah, well, I mean, and, we know that Vader got I think, smacked down by Obi Wan in that period. So, I mean, if he really, if they oh, decided to end it, it with the light and the hope, I love it. Um, oh, in the facts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Right, but I mean, that's I'm not a, saying. Yeah, I'm just saying him, though, he could have killed him if he wanted to. I mean, no, if he he sure could have, uh, but he chose not to for force reasons. <laughs> uh, but I'll say that, like, I mean, I also love it. You know, me as the ultimate pacifist. But I feel like the other thing is, like, they knew with Luke or or with Leia, because again, it was undecided that like they needed that connection to unsettle. Because part of me always wonders, or still wonders to this day, is that as much as like. Obi-Wan and Yoda were talking about, like, you have to kill yeah. Vader, right? If they, they use that terminology. But if if they buy into what Vader said is that I didn't, you know, you didn't kill Anakin, I did from the Obi-Wan series, right? Is that, like, to kill Vader, does that mean to absolutely kill Vader or to resurrect Anakin Skywalker, right? Is to bring Could him back either. to the light yeah. is killing Vader. So part of me is, like, they knew that this was their only way. It's like, they maybe they thought they needed the familiar connection of Luke and or Leia to like bring Vader back is there is their ultimate game. Right. I mean, the more I talk, think about anyway. this more, you know, that was the whole, this is the mythological, you know, Oedipus thing, right? Where right. They were biding their time till the kids were ready and that would be the weak point and they're there. You got to influence I, the kids. I almost, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to get them in. Got to indoctrinate them early. I almost, I almost bought this week the Star Wars, um, uh, infinites, um, Vader, have you seen the the black series Star Wars, like in the oh, white okay, armor? Nice. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, see I that. have seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I almost bought it, but I was doing lots of other shopping for other people, as you wow. should. Taking all the fun out of shopping for yourself during the holidays, but okay. I may have ordered a purchase the other day. That's only because I I don't have one. Nice, nice. And I always was it through the was it through the evil uh, empire of of uh, yes. wholesale uh, places. Because I, I, it's funny because I saw that come through the Black Friday deal and I almost texted you to be like, I, I was like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Grant must have that. Grant, I may have a um, early Christmas gift for you, uh, life or late life day gift Uh-oh. for you. Uh, I think we're working together either Wednesday or Thursday and I'll, uh, I'll give it to oh you. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, don't worry about it. You should, you shall expect some, a goodie as well. And no, I can't no, tell now. Couldn't possibly. I'll have a can't tell now. <laughs> uh, nice. nice. Uh, also, so we we admit like Yoda learns the lesson that he part- that he part that he uh, puts out in Last Jedi, which is like failure. The greatest the teacher, best teacher the is, which I yes, this is the greatest teacher failure is, which, which is, is my the favorite thing. And I, I like that this is where he kind of learns it. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I, yeah. But 
he really is a failure at times. Like, like I'm sorry, like anytime watching him with Dooku oh, during man. this whole thing, it's hard not to just yell at the comic yeah. books. This whole era, which again, you're just like, granted, no. blinders on. He just, he, right? no, it's, but it's he just so gives people the like, benefit of the doubt. And that's the problem. He's just yeah. like, you know what? I, he's not. Dooku's he's, a good guy. He's good. He's a good dude. It's, it's also even it's though he got in trouble, right? It's the same and like yeah. disobeyed constantly. Like you know what? He should teach the kids, and he should yeah. come to, uh, yeah. inst- you know, instruct sure them the while I'm gone. They made him a council trip. member, but he like kind of remember the shady stuff he did to get on the council. No, he he wasn't a council member. He like just went on missions for them. I thought, like he, he was just like their number one mission. Mm-hmm. I, well, no, I'm pretty sure in this run they they yeah, it sounded like oh he's doing missions for the council, but then I think he gets introduced to the younglings or the initiates as um as a council member. Maybe he was because now that I'm thinking back to the novels yeah, and stuff, I don't remember. Yeah, again, I yeah. like I think I've got to make myself watch. Um, I think uh, he did it, but it wasn't again. for him or something. Like I almost think like he did it for like a yeah. a, a, a few terms or something, and then he was like. No. Yeah. Not for me. They, they, yeah. So the other thing that's really interesting is they double down on the fact that like Dooku is obsessed with his childhood in Sereno, right? Like we get that as a big, it's like a big thing about, about, what's that? The Duchy of Sereno. What did you say? (laughs) (laughs) But like, but like the point is like, it's, it's so interesting wondering if like, did his failure, right? Him leaving the order influence their perception of Anakin when Anakin was brought from the council, right? Because like the last example they have of a Jedi who's super obsessed with his childhood is Dooku who leaves. And then this next kid comes by and is just like, I miss my mom. And like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, We've already yeah, gone yeah. through this. I know we can't do yeah. this again. Right. So it's like, is Dooku, did Dooku's journey influence their reaction to I Anakin? I think 900 years old is a little too old for the council, you know, like. <laughs> Should there be uh-huh. like term limits or something? <laughs> Just teach, keep teaching yeah. the kids. Just take on the kindergartners. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. We need, we need Mace, more Mace Windu because Mace Windu was on top of everything. I feel like we should write about everything. <laughs> Yeah, they're just, they're just I also feel like we should move away. I feel like we're, we might start coming across as ageist. <laughs> but also, yeah, come on. 900 years, um, come on. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd let him, Yoda, drive any ship I was a part of, or any team. Oh, no, we, yeah, we, yeah, it's, it's weird. We yes. kid because we love. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, anything else from this? I mean, there was some great Anakin. I feel like they were like, you know what? We didn't do enough Anakin and Yoda, so uh-huh. let's do it in a comic run. Or yeah. mega droids. And yeah. Mega droids. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. I, I, I'll be honest. This is a great, I love this series. It's a great mini series. I enjoyed reading those. I, this, the second time I've read through it, and I keep forgetting the Anakin. Like to me, it, it wasn't as awesome. And it wasn't badly written, but it wasn't like I didn't have as many takeaways other than. Well, does it kind droids. of like, it does it kind of like Luke Skywalker blowing up the Death Star thing with Anakin, where it's like, he has to yep. like put away the targeting computer and like <laughs> save yeah. Yoda. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. It has that moment. Has I that mean, the whole, moment. And the theme is the whole size matters not thing. And, um, sure. and yep. Yoda is still teaching yep. Anakin and, you know, so like proving that. Love the back and forth mm-hmm. between yeah. them. No, I love both the characters, yeah. but I think it was a gratuitous just like, Wait, yeah, yeah, these I, two weren't in the same room enough. So the stuff that I feel like we're missing yeah. 
from I guess that no, I, I can't really project onto this. This is this is this is wrong. This is wrong. Please this don't. is me as a total fan. It. Say it. Uh, I'm Say gonna it. fan out for Say a second it. here, which is there's a moment in this comic where Anakin and Yoda are just standing among like an entire dead battalion of clone troopers. Oh my! And God. I was like, this is the just three twenty six in the narrative, yeah. like the 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 death and the toil that the Jedi had to deal with. You yeah. know, like. It's just missing yeah. from the the tapestry, and it's almost like when I saw that panel, I, I was like, "This is dark." And this explains Anakin and Yoda when they're meditating in Revenge. It like it explains other moments with them where you're like, "Oh, they're like PTSD," so they basically have to like turn the lights off yes. and just like take it, moments of silence. Yeah. Off. That's always my headcanon: is that them becoming generals of a clone army is what led to the destruction of the Jedi's. Like it's it it is that moment where they were like adding too much black to the white, too much gray to the white. Like you can't get that black out once you put it into white. You can't get back to pure yeah. white. Like it just feels like that corrupted them to a level that and, and I mean I think that's Dooku's plan. I, I mean not Dooku's I think that well, was that was uh 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 Palpatine's plan, right? Was like it was not just winning this war because I feel like if he really didn't want that war to go on for five years, four years, right. however long it went on, three years, that he could have figured out a way because he's literally playing both sides. He was just sitting there letting them just corrupt themselves, right? Just like go further down the yeah, well of and, good and decimate, well, yeah. decimate's the wrong word, word, but thin out the Jedi uh, to almost nothing uh, to get yeah. them, you know, defeatable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Grant, you were talking about like that beat of the tragedy of war and, um, you know, being on the battlefield and like they lost their whole battalion and like based just off what, we've read recently i mean that that gong got rang three times right we saw this um we saw in ahsoka she's still having suffering from ptsd from her battles in the clone wars and then um rise of the red blade we get a first point you know um first person point of view of what it was really like to lose these people and to see more and more caskets coming back every day at the temple during the clone wars and um yeah it's heavy i mean and like those other two experiences that we've you know, taken in really informed this one with, um, with Yoda. I was just, you know, I was devastated. And Anakin's super desensitized to it too, where he's like, our forces are yeah. depleted. Yeah. Yeah. Our forces are yeah. depleted. Also, I was like, these are people. They're dead. Yeah. They're people. Everyone's yeah. dead. No. Yeah. It's the exact same terminology that the separatists yeah. use about the droid it, It's right? Yeah. The Jedi. It's exactly the same terminology, which is like, that's what's almost like what yeah. I'm, I'm hoping yeah. we can get into at some point, which I think there's totally space for a Clone Wars show that's like basically just sweet spots of the Clone Wars that aren't in the animated series, like whatever you can do, basically. Stretch them. Yeah, yeah I would keep totally waving love that flag, a, a live I think action. It's a, it's a tough sell because they've done so much about it. But what you're saying, it, it is different and it would be special if we could get it. I mean, everyone would lose their minds if we got it. They would be so happy, I think. I think it's the like everyone's favorite. It's tough though. Tales of the Jedi and certain things, certain it is you know content has already filled some really enticing voids uh, of like that story. Yeah. Um, and Clone Wars, obviously, the later seasons, and you know, I feel like they they definitely end the war. Like they definitely show how it ends in a really great way. Uh, I would almost want to know just like in the middle of it, the slog and and the the. Just like almost like saving Private Ryan a little bit with the Jedi, where they're like, "Oh, that clone was just talking to me," and then he got taken out by like a you know a, a laser turret, and so they're like, they're just traumatized from this war, basically, and that's why they fall apart as sort yep. of like yeah. uh, a, a, a 
protectorate, uh, um, you know, religion of the force and of the light side. They basically just sort of turn into, I don't know, I guess they would they sort of become hamstrung with these, the, these visions and these, uh, these traumas that they have from war. Like that's, it, it's got, it has to be that like, that's, that's kind of why it falls apart. Wouldn't it be amazing to have, I mean, maybe let me just, I'm pitching this for a second. Being like, this might be really insensitive for a second. Uh, but just the bar, just, the I was thinking us, it would no be else is here. just to have a, a Jedi character who can't tell if the visions they're seeing are flashbacks or flash forwards because of their trauma mm-hmm. would be interesting, right? Like, are they re-experiencing trauma? Like as people with PTSD do, or are they seeing visions of the future? Right. And struggling with that. You know, just have one character yeah. struggling with that idea of just like, is That's this a vision? Because there's the something to the live for there, and it's like, uh, you know, it's it's even though you suffer from trauma, like push forward, you know, push on, try to do what you can to 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 find your calm, whatever you can. Do and I feel like that's what that's what's great about the Jedi. Is they sort of I think they could help you know millions of people um, who are suffering mm-hmm. from PTSD because it's like it could be a meditation on that and how you can yeah. do it in a healthy way and sort of recover from it. Yeah. That could be your main character. Yeah. That could be your big centerpiece character. That is like maybe the Jedi are wrong and sort of like I almost love the Ahsoka story, but it's just been trapped in animation for so long that it's like. I almost love the idea of just being like, you know what, the Jedi are not for me. Like, like the day that Balin Skull the, and the day mm-hmm. that Ahsoka are like, this is not for me is so interesting to me. Yeah. Like that. And yeah. if you do that with someone else, that's just as interesting. I would just love to see it, you know, like yeah. that, that the day they do leave the order because the war is too much. Which, which the Yoda series seems to suggest that is not uncommon, right? Because, because the Trandoshan right. does leave yeah. the order, right? And so, like, you can, absolutely tell that story of a character who leaves yeah. right and just follow their follow their i was gonna say redemption but i don't know if it's a redemption story or not their but journey. follow their yeah, journey because that's yeah, where yeah, for me once you get outside yeah. the jedi doctrine anything goes and it's like well what are you gonna do what are you gonna put, put hayden christensen yeah so, so this is like listening to you say this i'm like i'm like well you yeah. one moment i don't think you could get hayden and uh ewan mcgregor to be like okay the next three years of your life you're gonna put the armor on and get ready to swing some lightsabers around i don't know they just know cameos. certain battles yeah. are certain theaters where they're there yeah, I think whoa, you need, whoa, whoa, like whoa, whoa. you need to create a new character or it needs to just be it can't be any of the big three or whatever from the clone wars it has to be like a, a side character that that would be your avatar what about yeah. anakin and obi-wan yes. coming in together clean entrance clean exit together that'd be great i mean it'd be great if they yeah. did like two episodes like that yeah like the first episode and the last yeah. episode are are hayden and ewan i mean that would be amazing yeah yeah i think you could probably get Hayden Christensen to do more than. Oh, you I think, think Hayden's game, but you uh, and I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, you and not so much. I mean, he seems to love doing the character, but I think he's like it's got to be the right. If it's raining, thing. he's not. He he's not pop- up. I keep talking about this. Like you just hide it as much as possible, but it's Anakin Skywalker, and like the guys in the trenches are talking. Yeah, about yeah. like and, to me, that's cool. Yeah. Like that's like yeah, that's interesting. And that, and by the way, I want to make it clear that I wasn't necessarily a shot no. at Hayden Christensen, because, but but like, but in terms of like. I think he is reveling in the redemption of yeah, Anakin Skywalker, and as rightly he should, and he's being given this ability to show he can actually do this. Like he talks about in that interview that we talked about earlier, he, he mentions the fact that he got to play an Anakin yeah. he never got to play before, right? Which, and I think he does a really good job with that. And I think he would he would love the idea to be able to put more, more of current Hayden 
on screen as Anakin than was previously on screen. What if you do one it, Anakin Skywalker episode and it really digs into, um, I guess the uh, maybe the 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 sort of like long winded nature of the war. Like it, it's sort of too long. Like yeah. what's what's happening is sort of now becoming. Uh, it's, it's 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 devolving into madness basically like apocalypse now yeah. like it's, it's almost just too the war's been going on for too long and that's the one anakin episode and it's like you get him in and out but it, it's he gets to have I mean, a few words where it's like the act. character actually gets to have a point of view that's that's not just overtly bad you know what i mean it's like it, it, it no or, or longing and tragic and but, because it's tragic i'm I'm villainous. It's like it instead it could have a he could have a point of view as a light side character for just a second, yeah. you know? Could give him tell a story of the I'm gonna I'm trying to think how to pronounce it, but the mundanity, right, of yeah. war, of how mundane war becomes after a time for that character, of him just almost on autopilot, yeah, going through a battle, right? And talking about like and not even knowing like I, what planet yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are we so fighting? Good. <laughs> what is the point right. of this? That's right? Crazy like this is the seventh though. battle I've had right. in four days. I don't know what, why we're here. Yeah, that would be great. I do think An yeah. you know Anakin was one of the generals that just got harder and harder as time went on, and he just got colder yeah. and colder about everything, as evidenced by you know this comic we just read. Um, but yeah, I mean. Gosh, that would be fantastic. Do you think so? I'm thinking of a couple ways this series could go, seeing that we're fleshing it out. I was thinking, you know, following one character, but now I'm thinking you could do vignettes about a bunch of different characters from all over. Um, sure. What characters would you like to see? I'll start Sifo Diaz. <laughs> because they talk about the insanity. Mind heavily. Do you think he was, all his stuff was pretty heavily mined in the Clone Wars? It was, but I could use more. I, I like I you know okay. just a little more yeah. to flesh it out in live action and because I was thinking about it because of what Adam said where it was just sort of like they like the PTSD is so extreme they don't know where they are anymore like that is Sifo Diaz yeah yeah that you're right that is they've done that with this uh, character yeah. yeah I mean I don't have a specific character initially in mind but just a it's dark but we're talking about war and like we can tell these dark stories if we're telling like an adult series or like a live action sure. series that is harder to do in, in clone wars but like i i'd love to see a story of just and we got a little bit of this with the, in the ahsoka of just like a padawan whose master is just killed immediately right on the battlefield and has to take like this idea of like having to be a child soldier take this but like it's 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 worse than being a child i don't want to say that but it's different than being just a child soldier and that like now you're a child soldier that all of these adults are asking you what do I do? Yeah. And right. And that person like realizing maybe mm. battle, battle decisions that get clones right. killed. Right. And like just having the struggle with that and just show, cause I want this thing to be not like the horrors of war. Yeah. Right. right. You know, like, like horribly gross and disgusting, but more of just like how this infects yeah. the Jedi. Right. Like yeah, just, no yeah. That. Anyway, that's my thought. Yeah. I, I have super boring answers where it's like, I would want mostly all new characters, but maybe this one Anakin no, episode great. we're talking about. And, um, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing one of the more outrageous sort of puppet masters, yeah. like, uh, like Yariel Poof, um, like, yeah, not maybe Yarl Poof, <laughs> Ki um, Kiati Mundi. He's not really a puppet guy, but there's I mean, like a snake guy don't... though on there with the beard. Yes. You know who yeah, I'm talking yeah. about? Like, I almost want to see that guy in a dropship, yes. just holding yeah. on to the thing next to you, and he's just like, "Where? Am, like, what's yes. what's happening?" And then he's out there just get, wrecking house at some point. Like that would be, 
just weird stuff. Like, I don't yeah, know. Let's get weird. Can I get real okay. dark for a second? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Yarrow Poof beheaded because I want to know. <laughs> I want to know <laughs> one of two things. Does the head wow. just, does the head just float up like a balloon or does it shoot around like a balloon that's popped? Uh, we'll leave no. that to our listeners. Feel free to email <laughs> us at uh, Cantina Chronicles. You, yeah, just let us know. Do you think it's do you think it's just like a balloon that like? Yeah, feel free to comment. Up? We are now live on YouTube. Let us know what you think Yarrow Poof's head would do <laughs> if he was beheaded. But you're talking about characters we've seen. I feel like next week's going to start with an apology, <laughs> but let's move on. Yeah. Okay. No, we love a Clone Wars show. That'd be great. Um, uh, Quinlan Boss, Vader guys. Should we just should we get to Vader? Quinlan Boss. Yeah. You want to get into? <sighs> black white and red yeah i mean these are very short but each each story i thought was just so fun and the art really stood out to me um yeah so for like a bit of background quick for listeners is that like so marvel and and dc has jumped on board with this as well they they have these for a lot of their characters they have this black white and something color oftentimes black white and red and and literally what that means is those are the only three colors in the comic they're black they're white and they're shades of shades of all those and red uh they've done a very popular run with wolverine harlequin and uh harlequin and, and dc has gotten it Electra, um, I think and they, they do some other ones Electra got a black white and red they play around with that sometimes there's like a black white and green for hulk or something oh, cool. anyway but like that's this thing and it's usually bringing in other storytellers in this and so for the four issues of black white and red there's one continuing story over all four called um hard shutdown by jason aaron oh, so good um, so, so good so so why don't we start? My thought is like, let's just talk about that arc for a second, and then maybe then we can come back to some of the shorter ones, which are really funky and cool. But this is like the more right, traditional, the over, yeah. if that makes sense of a, of a comic that it's a, it's it's got a narrative to it that's clear. Um, it's not super um, experimental, but it's it's definitely a really fascinating story. Um, what, so yeah, so fun. clearly, you both loved hard as did I. Love this. What what? Oh, what do you I got love with it. I you, love that it's out. like yeah. it's the sort of pulpy, um, yeah, like ask me anything about Vader, uh, sort of story direction where it's like, you know, if Vader was completely, you know, uh, shut down, um, yeah, like, yeah, um, immobilized basically, uh, yeah, like would he still be able to use the force? Like, will he still be able to fight back if, if, if basically the suit is shut down and Yes. You know, he's just laying laying down on a table. Uh, and the answer is yes. You like you get mm-hmm. your nerd answer in this comic, and Jason Aaron just does it so well, uh, in such a fun, almost felt like a Tarantino uh piece in a lot of ways yes. where it's just like a yep. bunch of cyber slicer. I guess um um I forget cyborg. what they're called. Um like yeah, like yeah, but just the cyborg scientists, yeah. uh yeah, like chop shop sort of guys who are basically like oh the chop yeah the chop. so they're yeah. allegedly yeah, very high end right? yeah like the guy what what's the name right. of the the guy that put Vader's suit together I, it, yeah I guess it's the scientist who basically was yeah leading cybernetics like in the galaxy uh, engineer in like the galaxy who put Vader's and suit so together tested was on his child yeah. dad experimented on his yeah. kid and that's the thing it's like that's son that's, and. That's, yeah, he's got electric. Let's, let's back up there for a second. Cybernetics of his own. Yeah, and uh, I don't like I just that, is, that is so, so dark. dark. Yeah, I love how dark it was. Like this, so it is the back up for a second. The the the, the basic plot is that the the son of one of the people that were basically hired to create Darth Vader yes. is now trying to kill Vader. Yes. 
in the most horrible way possible, which is basically just like immobilize him and deconstruct him, pull him apart, and he can feel everything. And we find out his motive for revenge is that his father uh, basically was just trying to make him into Vader after Vader, basically like trying to make him better than Vader, which is just like slowly. It's like it's like Thanos with um with yeah. uh, Nebula in the, in, the, in the Marvel universe of just like. Just like I think there's a scene where he's just like, and then when he when I when I was awake when he was taking out my was it like arm bone? I can't remember what he says, like he was taking out my tibula. I decided I will kill this. Yeah, yeah. Some it's just like, a great just line like, of like really I thought that would be a great time to make his role mine or something. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's yeah, that is dark. That's dark. Yeah. So he mobilizes Vader and then learns that Vader can use the force to kill everyone. Oh, it's such a great horror moment. I thought of Adam when I was reading this comic because Vader basically yeah. just picks up like a vibro saw and just chops through everyone in the room with it just by using yeah. just the force and telekinetically, yeah. you know, throwing it around the room. That was so it's, great. And they yeah. shut the doors on the people and the people are like, let us out. Like, it's just such a horror, yeah. such a horror. Yeah. And just just as a note, I really love these black, white series that they do because they come out and, and grant used the perfect word earlier of pulp pulpy right yes. and pulper and like so like the the conceit of these of these is that a lot of old black and white comics were black and white because they're much less expensive to produce than full color comics because of cost of ink and so like some of the best comics of all time started out in black and white like the walking dead for example started out as a, is a black and white comic all of the series is black and white and it started out because robert kirkman knew he could save a lot of money do that get a good job get a good thing through image and he also thought it looked really cool um they're not doing color versions of all the comics but it doesn't feel like walking dead to me um but teenage mutant ninja just like a quick history right. lesson teenage mutant ninja turtles if you read yeah, the original sure. teenage mutant ninja turtles and if you have not you all should do that tonight the original run of the black and white teenage mutant ninja turtles is really good it is not your fun uh cowabunga teenage mutant turtles it is it is a it is basically taking it's taking the piss out of of uh of daredevil um but it is dark there's violence in it it's super gritty ben have you ever read the original teenage no mutant but i'm turtles? imagining it's a lot like uh, michael bay's teenage mutant ninja turtles no it's exactly like it no but as a fan of samurai stuff, oh, oh, it's like that. Yeah, I mean, Lone Wolf oh, and okay. Cub. You should Lone read it. Like, you really should. You yeah. should know <laughs> okay. that. You should. Sold. You should get it. it. It's really good. But it started out in black and white because Eastman and Laird, the creators of that, again, self distributed, self published it. It was very expensive to do it in any other way. And like the original black and white run of Teenage Mutant Turtles, as a person who doesn't even like anything since that, is really, really good. Anyway, quick. Sorry, I just fell down no, the history hole. But that's, that's what I actually do. now I've got a new comic <laughs> to read. No, these these felt yeah. very pulpy and and were super super fun, and that's why I was just had so much anticipation to to do them with you guys because I was like, we got to do yeah. these because, you know, um, I, I don't guess hard shut down. We should say that Vader totally uh, trounces these these cybernetic you know enhanced freaks and uh, basically pins Sin down in like some oh, sort God. of like. Uh, like insect layer and Mm -hmm. and sin gets eaten alive and and sort of he immobilizes sin with the force and it's just like now you're immobilized and you're gonna feel everything and hear my words oh my gosh and then i know i'm sorry i don't have the quote but it's something along the lines of like 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 no i don't experience fear all i have is fuel (laughs) it's just because like Mm -hmm. fear is hate is anger and he's like that's i just live on that and that's how i'm that's how i'll always beat you yeah, I, I do love flexing Vader. That's just like, you'll never be as dark as I am. And it doesn't matter what you yeah. come at me with. If, you know, the more you hurt me, the stronger I become. And 
um yeah this this you know whole five issue arc was like that yeah really cool man and really dark and scary um do you guys have any other favorite runs because i know i have i have a favorite out of these um go for yeah. it um it is uh sorry i'm bringing it up here uh because yep. i don't want to misquote it it's annihilated by <laughs> so good that oh, one is so by, good uh, so story yeah. art and letters by yeah. daniel warren johnson adam i don't mm-hmm. know who this person is but it, like in my naive brain it was very ralph stedman mm. um and mm-hmm. which is like the only thing i have to compare it to you oh, but it's totally like, yeah good pull yeah it's beautiful and wild um and like i w- i want this art on my walls like so many of these panels i mean there's one where he's pulling the transport like straight down into the ground the like rebellion transport yeah it's just like it just hits and then there's one where he's got his like his ship behind him mm-hmm. oh i don't know it's but it's it's a very wild style and even the way he like makes the noises and all those things are just fantastic the lettering is crazy and he does different lettering for different people and then i mean and then the ending it's like um they're like lord vader like lord vader like just kills an entire battalion of rebels and you know on the from his command ship they're like lord vader status report lord vader and like that's where they do the notes of like who did it he's and he just, he just says in quotes annihilated and then yeah. it's like story by like that's where they i was just, i don't know it just hits hard it's it great. Hard. I was Super trying hard. to, the name sounded familiar. So I was trying to, to look at what he is known for. Um, oh, yeah. This art is yeah, awesome. Dude. He does it's issue he, three. Yeah. He does a lot, but stuff that I'm not super familiar with. Um, do a powerbomb. Do a powerbomb. Seems to be his big, like, self created stuff. Uh, but wow. one thing he did, which is super fun, if anyone wants to read it from a couple years ago, one of the big of the big two, he wrote uh, Jurassic League, which is just what if the uh, Justice League were a bunch of dinosaurs? Fantastic. That's, That's it. Uh, it's 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 exactly that. There's like a Superman dinosaur and a Batman dinosaur, and they're just talking as dinosaurs and fighting. So they're it's, just like, roar, roar. Yeah, but they talk English. They, it's, 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 oh, okay. it's, 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 I, I thought mean, they just sort of like walked around a jungle and like nothing really um, happened. Yes. To the point where they actually brought this into the real anyway it's 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 uh it's worth like if you like his art style and his writing style it's okay. very much that um so uh that's fun he also did some uh beta ray bill uh call out to beta ray bill one of the best uh Ooh. best uh characters in comics a fun Thor character. um i also want to i want to shout out a couple other things um so just to kind of connect it to um upcoming star wars things so two writers um that were on this have gotten full time or not full time, but have are, have been asked back to write more things for Star Wars. Um, and the first that I'll bring up because I have it right now is um, in that same issue, um, Mark Mark Bernardin wrote the third piece, which is the diplomatic uh, impunity. Ah, that was so much yeah. fun. Um, yeah, which that was, was great. which was really well. He's coming back to write a um, a Mace Windu miniseries comic for uh, for Star Wars, so that'll be coming up. Yeah, so That's he's awesome. uh, yeah, who he's a super interesting writer. Uh, I think I mentioned him before. I th- actually, when we were drafting um, directors for Star Wars movies, I drafted him um, because he's done yeah. a really good yeah. short called uh, Splinter, which is a really good uh, sci-fi kind of thriller short. Um, you may know him. He's on the Fat Man Beyond podcast. Oh, yeah, cool. um, he's the host, co-host. He's the, not the, the he's the co-host. He's the one who has 
um, opinions that aren't everything's great, um, which is Kevin Smith's opinion about everything that he'll talk about. But uh, Mark Bernard's is always the um, no, let me actually give you a critical view of this thing. <laughs> right. So which is which is definitely admired by us. Agreed. Yes. We, we, we love to talk about telling things that we love yeah. in a critical way because I feel like we gain insights yeah. from doing exactly. so. And Mark Bernard is definitely leading the charge uh, in that respect. Yeah. And then the, uh, and that story was great. Diplomatic immunity, I think. That was really good. That was on my list. So good. The one the other one impunity. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, diplomatic impunity. The other one that's on my list that I really, really loved um was in the first issue, second story, which is Inescapable by Peach uh Momoko. So good um, art. That's oh, what I want I, a tattoo of on my back. It's just Vader crashing down with the saber <laughs> on is that Leia in whoever that is? It's just yeah. it's subjective. Yeah, it's, it's just someone dreaming about Vader's the terror of Vader, and it's, it's haunting and just so good. Like the art is out of control. It shows you kind of to me. I think we talked about a few issues ago when we talked about Doctor Afra and Doctor Afra's like PTSD surrounding Vader, which I appreciate. Yes, of like just like that's the reality, and that's what the reality. If you survive an encounter with Vader. <laughs> This is what your life is like, right? Like just oh. these dreams and terrors and that like I want just a full like I have a three year old, so I couldn't hang this in my office. But all I want is that scene at the end with the tie, the eyeball tie fighter. Yeah. Like that oh, is yeah. a great piece of horror art artistry. What about the Vader with the lightsaber? The Vader's so like, good with the lightsaber. Massive. Yeah. That, oh, that frame yeah. is insane. Just this one here. Yeah, just yes, like that. Yeah, um, yes, that exact one. Yeah. So that's that's, exactly that's why I love these oh. these these kind of these these short story ones, vignette ones, because you can just tell a really weird story. Um, she, by the way, is they're also doing. They just started releasing uh, Star Wars Vision one shot comics, so we'll cover those way back when. But she, Peach, I assume, is, is she? But uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't not familiar with her or him or they, but. Um, they are right. They just did a full comic, one of the Vision standalone comics um, that oh, I'm so really cool. looking forward to. So we'll cover those. Uh, her, her like Days of X and her X Men yes. stuff is yeah out yeah. of control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the most beautiful comic comic book. I you know those books I are are, are just gorgeous. It's, uh, it's one of those ones that I didn't know who it was, but once I looked her up i was just like oh, oh of course so many is. things that i'm like oh yeah this is great this is great yeah. this is great yeah uh, yeah. I mean, yeah it was like a haiku comic, it was like oh. this beautiful can, poem. can i talk about my favorite one yeah you yeah. Go. your turn yeah, buddy let's go the inhabitant yes Orlando. yeah yeah this yeah. comic <laughs> remind me which one this, this is. comic was just like transcendent for me yeah i it thought, was thought of you Vader is on an alien world i thought of you when i was reading this breathes in some sort of bacterium yeah. that goes oh! Oh yes, fights it oh. like <laughs> psychologically. Like it that is one was sort of like astral wild, wild, <laughs> wild. <laughs> and then he like forces it out of his, like bleeds it out of his eyes or yeah, something. Yeah, I think it actually came end, out of his rebreather. Like yeah, yeah. Oh. But he's such. I I just want to swear about. I'm just gonna swear for a second. But Vader's such a petty bitch too in this oh. thing. Like, like I sorry, like just to go to everybody. I love the fact that he goes back and just like sprays antibiotics over the entire oh, yeah. just, like, like Purell's the whole planet. Yeah, Purell's every planet. It looks like there like it felt the very last panel, he's like, there was oh, no other inhabitant but one. And it was like a growth off a rock, and it was like a red stick growing off a rock, and he cuts it yeah, off with his mm-hmm. lightsaber. And like he thinks, like I don't know, that made me believe that was like the origin of this 
microbiome like species that like inhabits your body yes yeah oh and it and then it just like it, mm-hmm. it creates like it gets into your like whole system your nervous system and then concocts what your deepest fears are like it gets into your memories and then you have this yeah. like astral plane battle with this person yeah it, it like on on a ground of his creation and like vader's like i live well, it's also this. like there are no life forms on the planet like after a scan but yeah. then like vader traverses the planet and then i guess inhales some- it was very like uh yeah. you know really scott's later you know alien films with like covenant or something where it was like just yeah. breathing in the air vader got something like and it was and then it claims to be the life form dominant on the planet and it's just yeah. such a it almost felt like a star trek plot i just yeah, i really to, liked it so that was uh so that was steve orlando yeah um and and grant you'll get more out of this to me but apparently like he writes a lot of the star scarlet witch um uh books and the current Star- scarlet witch book that just ended was real good um okay, i should read it but I, also i'm looking for new marvel comics have you read the the newest version of spider-man 2099 2099 like yes because I, I thought you did because we've had many a conversation yes, off air so them. he did the newest one which are so weird and i love them oh and yeah they're like, so good they're yeah. so weird yeah, and so I'm like, once I read that, I connected. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy's a weirdo, and I like him. <laughs> like he writes super. I, I'm surprised, honestly. Like I, I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, why is there not like a 2099 video game? Like, I don't know. I, the formula with the Spider-Man that I'm just like, all you gotta do is make that like a future tech city, and it's the best game. I, I literally, I just, I just finished up the story on uh, Spider-Man, um, and not two because I'm behind oh, on I'm all my video games. Two, two. I just finished up uh, uh, Miles Morales, loved it. But I'm like, I always, every time in any of those games, I'm always rocking the 2099 suit <laughs> yeah. in every game. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So wait, yeah. there's Spider-Man one, right? That was a hit, and then there was a Miles yeah. Morales game and a Spider-Man two game that came out in the last yeah. two years. Might so the Miles Morales was the day and date uh, X or uh, PS five. I got game. it with my PS five. Yeah, uh, it came out with it. It's it is actually weird. It's slightly shorter than the other ones. It's full price, but it's definitely worth it. It's just a slightly shorter game. I actually kind of like the length of it. I'm like maybe more games this length um and then they just released the spider-man 2 which is kind of a sequel to both those things so basically right. brings in the plot of both those. new powers like it's a really yeah. fun game. i'm very excited we'll, we'll to play plug it. it too much on a star wars podcast i know but, um, i'm, it's a, I'm for a game. in video games right now there's so many that i want i want to play that robocop game we're, we're going to talk about one after the pod ends that i'm okay all right, all right cool. about. but i i'm not i haven't even started it yet i'm just gonna start it i think tomorrow night or is it alan wake too is it yeah it That's is. What, i'm playing it right now. okay there you go yeah i know <laughs> Nice. I'm so behind the times. I missed. I missed the Alan Wake train. I got to get back on it or get on it. I got to catch it. I've heard good things. You need to. I I almost want to buy the first one again, the remastered. I was like, yeah, they just remastered, right? I don't know how much that'll help you. Like, do it. You know, whatever. It's like thirty bucks. They did a remaster, but there's also another. Um, it's called like console. I think was the other one. Like, there's just there's like a bunch of YouTube videos that are twenty minutes long. I found one by the creator. Um and uh and like they explain what happened up until alan lake 2 definitely watch okay. that well spider-man 2 if you're if, right. if you just want to jump into spider-man 2 there's an awesome sort of prologue and uh yeah know, last episode this happened cool. like they basically spell it all out they cover they, they did the same thing i like they did the same thing at the beginning of miles morales and they were like do you want to do you want to skip this and i'm like i know the plot of spider-man one but i was like <laughs> it was like it was like a movie so i'm like 
Yeah, no, I will watch this in like yeah. 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was yeah. a great movie. I cried. That was a great that was a good game. I cried again just from the uh, recap, uh-huh. the, the replay. of the, Yeah. Yeah. And those that, movie, those games make me cry. Was video anyway, game corner. On. Yeah. A new thing, <laughs> apparently, because because they don't have any Star Wars games really right now. Yeah. Yeah. That Ubisoft one. It's going to rain. It out, it's going to rain Star Wars games soon. I think yeah. like they there's so many in the hopper right now. It's just going to be like bang, bang, bang. I think we're going to get like three within a year. Um, you know, yeah, Eclipse is coming. Right. That's like, great. Uh, yeah, the um, Nut Scoundrels. What's it called? Uh, what's the next one that's coming out? Oh, I think it is, is it Scoundrels. Scoundrels. No, it's Outlaws. Outlaws, that's right. Outlaws. Outlaws. Yeah. Outlaws. Yeah, the, uh, and don't forget, what was the mobile game that they keep? Oh god. A companion piece came out that keeps getting pushed. I'm like, that's just can we just admit that's never going to happen? Can yeah, we just full on cancel that? Oh, no, but like the good uh, ones like Ubisoft should have yeah. something at some point, you know, that um mm-hmm. yeah, Eclipse should be coming out in the yep. next couple years. Like there's there's a bunch that are 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 being done. And then I think I saw like another one too that another video game company is doing. Like now that we're free of the shackles of EA, they can do this. I mean, yeah, like I that outlaws game. Like that Ubisoft or Outlaws game, like I'm like, I just give me Red Dead Redemption Two because there's a moment I started I started playing. This is just a, a peek into my mind. Is I started I started playing Miles Morales and I'm like, I, I have very little timing for gaming now because of my life. But like I get like a couple hours in a week, and I'm like, do I want to just maybe only play Red Dead Redemption for the rest of my life? Like maybe I'll just make this my it's life. So like good. maybe I'll just go back into it. I'll get everything done. There's an online version of it. I'm like. Maybe I'll just do this forever. I could do this forever and wow. be happy. And that's what I want from Star Wars, whatever that like open world game is. Is like maybe that'll be the game. Maybe yeah. that'll be the game I end on and I'll just we're, pay for the next 30 years. We're gonna get that game someday. Yeah. We're gonna get that game. I mean it's really all you have to do is sort of make a believable open world, you know, hub on several different planets and then really compelling, you know, uh, yeah. AI boy that's walking the map we are uh, we are hitting the bingo card heavy tonight and i'll just add one more but like that's what star wars galaxies was for me the old open world mmo yeah. prg was just like i lived that world for a lot yeah. of years and i think i yeah. said you guys if you did the clone wars that would be wild by the way because mm-hmm. then you could have battles erupt like emergent events basically yeah you could do a whole you know there could be micro economies with like uh bounty hunters and smugglers and all that other stuff. I'm, I'm thinking back to Black Flag. People are starting to realize what a great game. Like, that game. Black Flag. Oh, but like the, it keep, had the best. Yeah. Everyone that I've seen online like agrees that it's like the the mini game in there of like creating a naval fleet, yep. like economy, like sub economy yep. to like feed what you're doing. And is like yeah. it's awesome. It's addictive. You could play you. You're able to do that on your phone and I could like send out like from like work or whatever fleets to like go gather more like shipments and sometimes stuff things sunk there or whatever. Were but so many faculty meetings and classes that I got interrupted with with the little like pop up going and I'd be like, uh, and I'd be like sending out a new fleet while lecturing <laughs> this is important. I'd be like, I, I wouldn't stop from, lecturing. Uh, I'd be like, yes, let me continue talking about uh, uh, threats to internal validity while I'm like sending my guys out. No, I that game was like that was like basically my Red Dead Redemption two before Red Dead Redemption two. I played that game like yeah. through and through and through. I may yeah. I might call that bad boy up again. Yeah, um, but again, cool. it's just I've just got a list because Alan Wake is massive and um, yeah, and I and I don't really understand it, but I've got my my cousins helping me out with it. <laughs> um, which is fun, and I and but for some reason I'm addicted to stupid Mortal Kombat one. Yeah, hey, um, we all got our thing. Yeah, 
it's because it's, I need like a day to get into Alan Wake. Like, just go for Fair it. Fair enough. Yeah. And, and yeah, I know. I'm trying to set the yeah, create the time. No for one it. talked it's, to Dad. He's busy with Alan Wake. And or yes. like an overnight. Like, really, it's something you should play from like you know 10 p.m. to like 3 a.m. <laughs> And that's that's definitely what that game is yeah. all about. That's why I got it. I was like, this game is a this is a late this is a late night nice. night owl yeah, game. I missed those. Yeah. Anywho, what, what are we talking about? What's going on? <laughs> I think we're I think we finished it up. I favorite uh, stories of the the run. I said the yeah, inhabitant. Y'all got ours in. Yeah, they're all really good. Oh, we all put ours yeah, in. Definitely read these comics if you can. Um, you know, part of yeah. Marvel Unlimited right now, so you can just run through all of them. They're beautiful and fun, and like you just can't miss with Vader. I don't think it's like no. All these writers just get him, and they do cool things, and like the the return to Hoth issue where he like or the yeah. story where fun. He fights that was like a weird one, wampas. yeah. And he like limps. They, they drag his cadaver out of there, right? And then he just like killed the guys like. <laughs> he kills the officer who like. Hey, I warned you. I warned yeah. you, and he's like, "You're dead now." Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just, yeah, this will definitely be one that I buy trade paperback, like just a collected nice work of it. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. All right, man. Um, so I think we are now ready to transition into, I, I think it's going to be high Republic December, um, for us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we've got yeah. a bunch coming up. I think the next thing will be tales of light and life, uh, next week. Yep. If we can manage to all read that. Um, and then uh, we will have the next major novel. I something meow meow meow. The darkness. Eye of Darkness. It is the Eye, Eye of, of darkness. darkness. All these yeah. titles, bro. That like they all sound I, the same I got, in my memory. Ben, I've got the spreadsheet up. That's the only reason I know. <laughs> Thank you. Was there an Eye of the Storm yes. too? Yeah. Yep. That was another one. There's a lot yeah. of Eye stuff, man. But yeah, it's Eye of Darkness. I've seen people sort of like murmuring about it online, and I'm shutting it out because I I, yeah. I feel like there's going to be some heavy stuff coming down. Um, and a lot the occlusion yeah, zone definitely and and the hetzel hetzel yeah. system and then mm -hmm. um grant we what's happening out read, there i think we talked about it last week grant when you weren't on but i think we're gonna try and break our rule about um reading comics until it's like six months later i think we're gonna try and read whatever um keep current with the yeah keep current high republic. With high, high republic because it, it it needs must and I, I love the idea of just sinking into the high republic for a month and just like just thinking about everything that goes along with that. There's a character encyclopedia of yes, the High Republic is. coming out. I was gonna say, Ooh, right? Uh, I don't know if you guys have been ordering some Christmas gifts for the holidays, but yeah. I mean, I, I I will say this: there have been there are some great entries from from Lucasfilm. All of these are uh, all of these have been pre-ordered, and when suddenly they they hit when I when I get that Tuesday where I wake up and go, why is my account balance low? It's because like four. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, reference Star Wars reference book came out in one day, and they sent them all to me, and I'll be happy. Yeah, I'll be very happy. Yeah, and Man, not having any Dunkin' Donuts for the next two weeks, but it's fine. I think. Yeah, I mean, if you have to ask whoever to get this for you early, I think it'd be great to have this as a companion piece for next month because um, it's just there's so many characters, bro. They like they say it's 250 characters, and it doesn't even include Phase Three, really. So there's a little bit right. of Phase Three, I guess, but. You know, we all know who Geode is, but other than that, it's all kind of you know wishy washy to me. Yeah, same. No, I I'm very excited to have this. This is something that I know they can't do until now, but I'm like, it almost makes me want to go back and reread everything with this just next to me. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like you you need you need a reference there for what's going on. Like I you know I know they don't want to spoil. I, I I'm just begging for more galaxy maps. Sure. Honestly, agreed. Like, yep. I thought Timelines was going to have a new canon galaxy map. Sorry, buddy. Nope. It didn't. 
one of these days. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, we'll no, there was that maps reference book that I think most of us have, or, um, you know, and it has kind of newish galaxy map. And I think that's the best you're going to do, but um, yep. we'll see. So, um, yeah, high Republic, uh, coming in, we're going to, we're going to try and really sink into it for a while. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to tales of light and life, um, a bunch of vignettes and it's, it's going to get us primed for phase three and then boom, we're into phase three. And, um, then we're going to wrap up this epic adventure, which is going to be great. Yeah. In the next few months. So, um, awesome. Love it. Well, that's great, man. Um, yo, had a great time with y'all. Um, just hanging out, talking star Wars again this week. Uh, a lot to be grateful for. Um, everything seems to be going well with star Wars. We might have a little quiet time, but, um, and by we, I mean, Lucasfilm, but us, we're going to have plenty to talk There's about because we always do always things to talk about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, yeah. We, so looking forward to going through that. I'm sure we'll get more, you know, uh, material on the acolyte and yes. skeleton crew. crew. Yep. And or season two. And things three. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. And yeah. season two. Can you even imagine? Oh, okay. Everything's going to be great. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go think about that and maybe just rewatch and or one. Um, <laughs> this is fun. Y'all. I uh, can't wait to talk to you next week on. Come to the Chronicles.